Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Mike, welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How are you? Good, Ryan. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm excited. This is great. Yeah, I'm excited too. And, and you know, I, 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 I didn't tell you this before we start recording, but this is the like me and you were having uh, lunch. So everyone listening, uh, Mike's agency, Mint Zebra, is a strategic partner with Ballantine. And so we know each other and we're actually grabbing lunch today. And uh, so this is the first time ever I've had a guest on and the same day grabbing lunch with them. So that must make you feel very special. Well, well Ryan, you kind of had to bribe me with lunch in order to do this podcast, right? Isn't that kind of <laughs> yeah. you know, Driving 45 <laughs> minutes, you know, <laughs> you, nothing else. <laughs> so let's tell no, everyone. I'm, you know, I'm honored. I'm honored. I, I, I'm. I'm. Uh, you must really be digging to the bottom of the barrel if you're if you're inviting me on this podcast. <laughs> oh, I tell you, I'm like all out of options here. It's uh, <laughs> desperate times call for desperate measures, but that's all right. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure. I understand. Hey, I'm, I'm happy to fill in. Hopefully, everyone's still listening. Um, so let's <laughs> let's introduce you to my audience of morning upgraders. Uh, please tell everyone you know, who you are, what you do for a living, and then. Give us something uh, something you're grateful for. Okay. As Ryan just said, I head up a digital marketing company called Mint Zebra. We handle everything from strategy to development to execution. I'm lucky enough to be partners with Ryan. It's definitely helped my business grow. That's kind of what I do in a nutshell. And then, you know, as far as like what I'm happy about or what I'm thankful for, well, first of all, being on this podcast, right? I mean, of course. You know, I, I, that kind of goes without saying, but Obviously. but the second part is is I'd say you know my wife and my dogs. I got really lucky marrying my wife. You know, without her, I certainly wouldn't be where I am today. She's an absolute saint to put up with me for as much golf as I play and for as much time time I spend doing uh, fantasy sports. She's a she's a saint. She never says boo. And the dogs are just awesome. They're they're fun and happy. Carlos is actually laying at my feet right now as we're doing this, but um. They're just happy and fun, and, and you can't help but be happy um, when you're around them. So they really, they really make our our, our life um, and household a lot better. Yeah, and now you're gonna have to you're gonna have to have her listen to this podcast so she hears that little plug. You know, we kind of talked about it a little bit before, and she actually it really wasn't my line. She said you better mention something about me. So she <laughs> <it was> kind of, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 I will. Are you reading from? Are you reading from a piece of paper? Right. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> All right. Let's transition. Let's talk about your morning. What is your morning routine? If you have one, what does your, your morning look like? So a morning routine, I wake up and I immediately take a shower. Like, I don't know if everybody does that or not, but I, I find it important because I know during COVID, you know, things change for everybody. Everybody's working from home. There wasn't necessarily a place to go. So people, I found kind of just tend, it was easy to just kind of lay around the house and really kind of get in a rut of not really starting your day. I'm always always a shower immediately as soon as I get up, but I think that really helped with COVID and just kind of get things a little bit more on the norm. So that's how I start the day. And then I prioritize my day by creating lists. I'm really a big list guy. It helps me stay organized. I mean, it helps me manage stress. Um, and then what I do is I, I tackle the most important things on the list, like whether it's you know, it can be work, it could be the gym, it could be playing golf. We're going through a house renovation, it could be, you know, part of the renovation. And then I try to personalize my routine to make myself happier. 
the more I'm able to check off the list, the happier I get. So I'm kind of like OCD with that. So I have this list and it's quickly, it's quick, the faster I can check things off the list, the less stressful it is for me and the happier I get. It's a little bit odd, but, but that's i uh, I'm a big list guy and I like to check things off that list. Is it pen to paper with the list or is it something digital? Yeah. Nope. It's pen. It's, it's old school pen and paper. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I have, they're all over my desk. <laughs> do you look back at them later or no? No, no, no. I don't know. I don't look back at them, but, it, but you know, I create them. Like I might create them the night before I might create them the morning of, I might just create them when I'm starting to feel a little bit overwhelmed and then, you know, checks come off and, and it's, it's really, uh, <laughs> it's really just makes me feel better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same way. My to-do list is in my Gmail G suite. There's like a to-do column on the right-hand side. But You're I like much more sophisticated than I am. Well, uh, you know, obviously, more, but right, obviously. <laughs> but I like the pen to paper. Like I'm not journaling right now. I used to as part of my morning routine, but I've taken a break from mm-hmm. it. I do other stuff, but, but I used to journal pen to paper. I preferred it. I just found it very oh, soothing. Okay. You know? Yeah, so. exactly. Soothing is a good word. And it's interesting. You shower right when you get up. I don't think I've had, have you know, 160 or whatever episodes. I've, I don't think I've ever had someone say they shower. So like for me, I haven't even showered yet today. I'm going to shower when we're done before I meet you for lunch. So that's good. You know, yeah, <laughs> I want to let you know I will be showing up showered. And uh, but it's interesting you do it right when you get up. I could see the benefits of that. I don't do that. So that's it, first guess to, to mention that. I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm unique. But I, I just help it. I feel like it just helps start the day. Like or or I find myself kind of just laying around, not being productive. I could say you're the cleanest guest I've had on. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe on the surface. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I like to ask about like, per, like number one, like personal growth tips, but I also like to sometimes tailor it to the person I'm speaking to. Cause you like, if you're talking about personal growth, personal development, it can mean a lot of things. It could be how you eat. It could be your wellness. It could be your fitness. It could be sports. It could be so many things. And I know you're a really good golfer. That's like your real passion. And so I'm just wondering if there's any tips you have not necessarily for getting good at golf, but for getting good at sports or something that you want to get better at. Like, is there anything you did intentionally with golf to make you as good as you are, or are you just a naturally born gifted athlete? No, I'm, well, I am athletic, but but it's funny because I'm trying to be quick with this. I'm athletic. I was, you know, I played baseball in college. I played baseball, basketball, and football in high school, and you know, I did all that stuff. So when it came to golf, I didn't really. Take up golf until my mid twenties. I was horrible, really, really bad. So my athleticism didn't really help me with golf. I think what helped with golf is more being passionate about wanting to improve, and that kind of goes along with you know obviously I had to work at it, and a lot of things athletically I didn't have to work at, but golf I had to work at big time. And then like with anything else, kind of get back to the, the personal growth question. I think it's it's to improve your self confidence. So. Like so when you're investing in your personal, it can improve your self-esteem and your self-confidence. So when you continually work on yourself and achieve personal milestones, like in golf, for example, like, you know, you, I wanted to break a hundred, then I wanted to break 90, then I wanted to break 80, then I wanted to, you know, break 70, that, that kind of a thing. You feel just more, more capable and self-assured in, in various aspects of your life. So I think, I think self-confidence, not just in golf, but in life is very, very, very important. Yeah, definitely. What's your best score? My best score is 64, but that was on a, um, on a course that was, I think, a par, like 68. My best score on a real golf course is 70. Is that good? I'm not even sure. That's... 200, 200 par. 200 par. 
I also want to, because I'm picturing you in the golf course, and I, I and I've golfed before, and I'm I'm pretty bad. I'm actually bad, and so, but I know like there's moments where you're trying to hit the ball in, and there's a lot of pressure on you. So I know you do tournaments at your club. You know, obviously you want to win, and I'm sure you've been in moments where you're very stressed about hitting the ball. For mindset, is there anything you do to calm yourself down in that moment where the pressure's on, and you really want to sink the putt or whatever the phrase is? But yeah. you don't want to be too worked up and too too like overthinking because then you're going to stiffen up. And you know, is there anything you do to calm yourself down and work on your mindset in those in those stressful moments? That's a great question because golf is very different than other sports. So in other sports, you know, if I wasn't didn't have my best day or I was playing in a you know I had to make a foul shot, you know, with two seconds left or that kind of thing, I I, I was able to to will myself and just you know the concentration level kind of you know off the charge, you kind of focus on that and kind of forget about everything else around you. But golf is different. I found that I couldn't will myself. The harder I tried, the worse I was in that position. So in golf, it's really, it's focus is, is really, really important, but you just have to kind of keep yourself in the moment and kind of stay even keeled. And um, I mean, it's not like I'm not trying like hell, but you just kind of, you can't get too high and you can't get too low. At least that's what I found that helps me in golf and so different in other sports. And it, take, it took me a while to learn that. I think there's two also parallels. I mean, you know, it, I'm doing sales right now for, for Valentine. And um, I think there's parallels to that in sales because you don't, you don't want to want the sale too much because then it comes across as needy and desperate and people can just pick up on that. You have to be very detached from the outcome and just try to serve. And if it's a fit, great. If it's not, great. It's not easy though, but I, it sounds like that's similar to golf. Like you want to hit the putt or whatever sport we're talking about or whatever you're trying to do, but not be so worked up over the outcome that it ends up physically changing your performance, you know? You're you're right on. You're you're spot on, right? That's the common sales too. And and that's why there's peaks and valleys in sales, right? So right. I think you hit your peaks when you're relaxed and you're getting business and you feel good about yourself and things just come naturally and don't try too hard. And then there's valleys and you're in those valleys a little bit longer sometimes than you want to be because you're trying so damn hard and it comes right. across to the customer. I know. It's hard. But uh, I know it's, it's very hard. <laughs> well, for me, like for everyone listening, it's really being aware of that concept, I think it goes a long way because then you can, st- you can, you can, at least I know I can spot myself when I'm being needy um, and yep. like, wait, 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 stop, stop, stop. And then you catch yourself more. But if you're not aware of it, then, you, you know, the first step is awareness. Yeah. Self-awareness is enormous and in lots of things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Mike, any habits? I know we have the list. I'm sure you walk your dogs to, you know, for fitness and just to get them out, but are there any habits that you rely on throughout the day? That's hard to say. So, um, I guess I try to create kind of a routine, but that's really, um, that's kind of hard to follow. I'll say it this way. The reason I kind of get tripped up there is because I'd say, say the habits are are routine, accountability, and self-awareness. I think those are, those are the, you know, the habits, but routine which I think is very important. And I've kind of learned throughout my life being involved in sports because you have, you know, you went to school, you went to practice, you did your homework, you started again. And that was kind of the routine right now. I'm not in a great routine um, because I've been struggling to find the routine because I have some things going on that are they're throwing a wrench in that routine. And that was golf being one of them. I, I have a, I have a knee issue that I'm working through right now. So I'm, I'm golf is very much a part of my, spring summer routine and i haven't been playing a whole lot of golf 
and that's kind of screwed my routine up a little bit. So it's very much in flux. So I think that's kind of, that's sort of where you start, but right now I'm kind of struggling there. Next, I think is accountability. You know, keeping track of your progress and being accountable to yourself and others can be a very powerful motivator. I think it helps you stay on track and, and measure your success. I, I don't like, I'm going to sound like an old guy here, but I don't think there's nearly enough accountability these days than there should be. I think uh, people maybe see accountability. People are just so quick to blame. I think, I think this accountability can really motivate you. And then we talked, we touched on self-awareness a little bit before. I'm very in tune with what's going on around me, as you know, you just mentioned yourself. And when you're in tune with what's going on around you, it just makes you become a much better decision maker and it allows you to react to something. So when you really aren't self-aware and don't know what's going on around you, it really, it hinders you big time. So like you just, you brought up that example with, with sales. So if you're not aware, you know, you can stay in that rut or that valley longer, but when you're aware, you just, just make sure that you can just react a little bit quicker to get out of it. And go back to the routine part, you know, not playing golf. It's, it's for you, it's like a double whammy because you play at your club. You've got like, everyone knows you there, you got friends. And so it's like a social aspect that you're missing. And, and I know for me, like go back to COVID three years ago, whatever it was, um, you know, we were sheltered. And I know for, I remember me, like, I, I remember this vividly. So we were sheltered for however long, not seeing anyone except for my kids and my wife. And I remember I was going for walks and I, I don't know, maybe it was like a month in, I can't remember exactly, but I'm going for a walk and I hadn't really talked to anyone except for like video calls, but no one in person except for my family. Right. I'm going for a walk and uh, my wife's friend had stopped by to drop things off at our front door and she stopped and rolled down the window and was trying to talk to me and I hadn't talked to anyone in like a month and it was such an awkward conversation on my end, not on her end. And she left. I'm like, what in the world was that? You know, like I had lost <laughs> the ability to converse with someone and it felt like right. really awkward. So that social aspect of the golf and then for anything really, cause we're tribal, it's really important. And when you, when it's taken away from you and you'll get back to it, obviously, and uh, you're meeting a wonderful person for lunch today. And that's a social thing. You're right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a very social guy in that respect. And, and, you know, I've had tons of people call me and say, come on, just, you know, if you can't play, it's all right. Just come hang out. And, and I'm kind of mad at golf right now because I can't play it. And I'm so competitive that I'm like, I don't want to be around it. And if I can't do it, it's hard for me to separate. Like, oh, I'll just go to the club and have fun and hang out with my buddy because I don't really want to be there because it reminds me of something that I can't do. Just drive the golf cart around for them. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, Mike, this time flew. I've got, I've got one last question for you. Then we're going to wrap up with you sharing whatever you want to share your website or something else. So my last question okay. for you is around the meaning of life. I won't share how old you are, but through the, through the many okay. years that you've been on this planet, <laughs> through the many years that you've been on this planet, uh, in your personal experience, what is the meaning of life? I mean, that's a really, a really deep question for a guy that doesn't take himself too seriously, but I guess the meaning of life for me evolves around, evolves as my values, um, beliefs and circumstances change. Right. So my value of life when I, today is different from what it might have been five years ago. But with that said, I guess for me right now, it's currently happiness and fulfillment and purpose. Right. So with happiness and fulfillment, you know, you're pursuing your passions, you're, you're building meaningful relationships, enjoying the journey that all contributes to happiness and, and fulfillment. And then with purpose, you're focusing on attaining ever changing goals. So that could be, you know, in business, that can be in life, that can be in sports, that can be in anything. 
to me, I'm always trying to, I'm very competitive. So it doesn't matter what it is. I'm just trying to attain those goals and, and just better myself. That makes sense. It does. And I love that we're ending with a word purpose. Cause I, I think that's so important. You know, you need, every human needs a purpose, small or large, you know, it's, uh, it gives you a reason to strive for things and to go about your day. And so I think that's something that everyone needs to have and think about. So I appreciate you saying that. Absolutely. It, it just, it just helps. Um, you have to have a sense of purpose. It helps with all aspects. I think it helps you get you through your day. My purpose right now is to interview, then go take a shower and meet you for lunch. So please tell everyone how they can <laughs> tell everyone how they can reach you if they want to connect with you. If you want to connect with me, um, you know, come to my website, mintzebra.com. You can see me there. You can, you know, we can talk about you know, business goals and strategies. I'm happy to help you with your digital marketing in any way possible. Or if you just want to chat, I'm not giving golf lessons, so don't contact me with that. You don't, need my, you don't, you don't want me to, to help you in that respect. But um, <laughs> if you want to come see me, Mint Zebra, we talk about business, sales, how to improve your sales funnel. Or just um, if you own a business or, or involved as a, as a marketing person, we can just we can just talk strategy. Sounds good. Thanks, Mike. This was fun. Thanks, Ryan. I appreciate you. And um, you know, thanks for thanks for inviting me. I was uh, I was excited to do this. I was I was really happy to ask you. Yeah, you did a great job. Thanks, bud. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.